You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm talking with Jody Stern of Cohen, founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, based in Seattle, Washington. Jody's book, Healing with Essential Oils, is a comprehensive, well-researched resource. She is working on her second book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body, slated for publication in March 2021. Hi, Jody. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, my God. It's so fun to see you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for um, being on our show. So let's get started. Jody, could you share with our listeners more about you, your background, and the story behind Vibrant Blue Oils? Absolutely. You know, I think uh, our kids are such powerful teachers, and my first child was surprisingly easy, so I just assumed I was a good mom. and had another 20 months later who was not easy, and I realized what everyone was complaining about. And so I immersed myself in all these parenting books and parenting classes, and they did nothing. He was still a little Tasmanian devil. And then one day we were um, at the park with a bunch of friends, and my friend actually complimented me at how well behaved he was. And I was having that moment of pride, and then another mom passed out snacks. I think they were Ritz crackers. And he literally jekyll-hided and took off, and she said, and once I caught him, brought him back, like, oh, my God, you know, my brother was on Ritalin his whole life, and it turned out he was just allergic to weird foods. You should take him to a nutritionist. And I thought, I can do that. I've done everything else. Why not? So we yeah. took him to a nutritionist who identified that he was allergic to some weird foods. Uh, for him, it was corn, soy, and dairy. We removed that from his diet, and the next day his personality changed, and he was a totally different kid. And I was so blown away because I had spent, you know, he was about two and a half of the time, uh, his whole life, like trying to figure out how to get him to like focus. You know, we used to point to our nose and say, look at my nose, and he couldn't do it. <laughs> um, and so I went back and got a degree in nutritional therapy and was trying to help other moms like me, you know, really helping them make sure that their kids weren't eating things that caused their brain to be inflamed so that they couldn't focus. And kids are wiggly, you know, and they don't really want to sit still and be there. And so I had to figure out some tricks, you know, like there's this technique called muscle testing that I learned that makes it really easy to figure out what, what is the root problem and what's going to help, you know, even when the kids couldn't sit still, um, which came in quite handy uh, around the time my kids were five and seven, my then husband um, attempted suicide and had to be moved to a residential treatment facility. There weren't any in Seattle, so we moved him to Texas. And once I knew that he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him safe and to be his cheerleader, I yeah. was so exhausted. I, I could barely function. I couldn't. I can imagine. <laughs> I'd be burnt out. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like nothing. I, I used to run marathons. I was more exhausted than I was at the end of the marathon, which wasn't wow. convenient because I was suddenly a single mom and uh, I had a job and, you know, the kids needed to be fed and driven. And, you know, I was volunteering and all these things. It just um, it was very hard and nothing that I tried, you know, I, I 
I knew enough about the body to know it was the adrenals and I knew what supplements were supposed to help with the adrenals, but nothing I was kind of taking, you know, through the ingestive channel was helping me, um, which was frustrating. And uh, a good friend, I had done a big volunteer effort for a good friend um, before all this kind of fell apart. And she was very involved in essential oils and she showed up with a big box of oils and said, these are going to help you. And I was, you know, desperation is the mother of invention. I'm like, great. So (laughs) I, I muscle tested the box. It tested really strongly, but then something weird happened. I, I normally am able to identify like one, maybe two remedy, not five. And that confused me until it occurred to me, oh, I can combine them. So mm-hmm. I tested each oil individually, combined them in a shot glass because that was my level of sophistication at the time, put them <laughs> on my adrenals, on my low back, and felt like myself for the first time in, this was about three weeks in, you know, wow. and I, I thought, oh my God, I can go running. Like I, I went running, I came back, I took a shower, which felt like an accomplishment. I went to the supermarket, I cooked their favorite meal, I did all the laundry and put it away. I cleaned the house and I thought, okay, I did something right. What did I do right? And I realized that when you're under high stress, it impacts your digestion. And so all these things that I was trying to assimilate through my digestive channel weren't actually being absorbed. But that topical application channel through the skin did still work. And so all of a sudden I could support my adrenals through that channel. And once I figured that out, I thought, oh, goodness, this would be fabulous for children who can't take pills or who don't eat my kale. You know, and I started thinking about (laughs) all those other, you know, blind spots that I wanted to kind of address, like helping your lymph flow, helping to um, put your nervous system in that state where you can heal, helping, you know, parts of your brain kind of shift gears. And so I just kept making things up. It was almost like a kid in a candy store, you know, like, oh, wow. <laughs> I bet. I <laughs> yeah. And especially, you know, the, the dichotomy of here, you know, my husband who I loved and really wanted to support was so low. My kids, even though like, you know, they were really good kids, but it's just a lot of energy when they're that age, you know, and yeah. I had, I was, I was contracting for Microsoft and I had a Microsoft boss, you, you can imagine, you know, it just, it was, there were a lot of things in my life that didn't feel very joyful and that felt very joyful. So I just kept putting energy into it and um, I would share things with my friends. It would work for them. Someone at one point said, you know, there's a conference we, we studied at Nutritional Therapy Association and they said, it's like $200 to be a vendor. You should totally do this. And I hadn't thought mm-hmm. of it as a business at that until then. I kind of thought of it as a fun hobby. So I figured I, I better look at what other people are doing because this seems obvious. Someone must be doing this. And so I finally went online and I realized two things, uh, both of which surprised me. The first was no one was really looking at oils through the lens of physiology, you know, balancing the organ right. systems and regions of the brain. And the other thing that surprised me even more was that they made it seem so complicated. And And I was almost grateful that my mental capacity was so limited that I didn't start with research because I would have felt completely unqualified and never even attempted it. So once I I kind of realized that I, um, we went to this conference, you know, I I had a background in marketing, so I kind of knew how to 
product test and we sold out. We were the bells of the ball. Everyone said, oh my gosh, we've kind of wanted to do oils. We didn't really know how. We really like that you made it really clean and kind of aligned it with the way we already think about things. So that's, that's how it started. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, those are life-changing solutions for people. Like I totally can relate to the whole burnout. And I think I've shared with you in my particular situation, I was initially introduced to oils back in Japan um, because in Japan after C-section, they keep you in there for like a week. They don't just kick you out like in the U S and on the last day they said, uh, before you check out, would you like an aromatherapy massage? I said, yes, sign me up. <laughs> so that was my introduction. And then I kind of like forgot about them. And then Several years later, I was dealing with a really high stress level job. I um, was working in the DC area at Bloomberg, and it was to the point of I felt like I was going to collapse on the you know metro platform. And when I went to the doctors, he said, "No, it's just like you know you're just having like anxiety or panic attacks or something. It's just the stress level is getting to your your system." And so I said, "Okay, let me look back into essential oils," and it's. Amazing. I mean, I don't know why more people don't use them. <laughs> so well, that's you yeah, know um, this, this book. Um, I'm actually very excited. This book has already gotten picked up in two countries. They're going to do an audio book. Wow. That's my whole point. Like, you do not need to feel this way. You do not need to suffer from anxiety, insomnia, depression, all of these things. There are really easy ways to help return your body to balance so you feel better. And I really want everyone to just be able to feel better in kind of an easy way. Yeah. And be able to get out of bed in the morning, you know, I yeah. mean, it, it was like I was able to do it, but just barely, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, that's important. Um, listen, can you, um, talk to us a little bit about, um, you have an upcoming summit, the parasympathetic summit in November. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Okay. So, um, I, I'm not a pity party, but you know, first kind of hard bump in the road was wild child. Second hard bump was, um, you know, bipolar husband third hard bump was was the worst um my my wild child was killed in a car accident um on august uh, 27th 2018 and um my ex-husband was driving we weren't married at that point and uh two of his friends died in the coming months and then there were um two really awful lawsuits then my dad died then my best friend died and Um, I was very grateful for oils to be well-resourced, but there was a certain point, um, you know, these wrongful death attorneys, uh, I didn't, I didn't know because my attorneys up until that point had been super limited, like to my will, basically. Right. they, They do this interesting thing where they put you in this state of fear. They lay out this kind of worst case scenario, which thankfully didn't play out, but I didn't know that then. And then they kind of force you to make a choice, like in this um, really stressed out, fearful state. And this attorney was, I didn't wind up using him, but he did this to me when my dad was in hospice and I was, he was dying. And I had this kind of moment where I realized, like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack in the hospital holding my dad's hand. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't be on the phone anymore. So I hung up, you know, I kissed my dad. I didn't know if it was, it was not the last time, thankfully, but I, uh, 
I, I left and I just walked around. He, his, um, he was in a hospice place kind of in uh, the suburb where I grew up. So I knew the suburb and I took an incredibly long walk and I had um, this parasympathetic oil with me, which helps you, your, your nervous system, your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions. So things like breathing, digestion, you know, inflammation, anti-inflammation, you don't have to consciously think about it. And right. it has kind of two gears, so to speak, kind of the gas pedal and the brake. The gas pedal, which is the sympathetic branch of the nervous system, turns on when you're in danger. You know, and, and these thought perceived stresses like, uh, you know, you're going to go bankrupt, you're going to lose everything, you know, all, all of these horrible potential realities that thankfully didn't happen can make your body feel like it's in danger. And when you're in danger, you switch gears, your blood gets routed to your arms and your legs, your heart beats faster, your respiration increases, all, you know, your eyes get really wide and hyper-focus on that next best choice, but kind of shut down to all rational thinking. And so that's what was happening. And, and in that moment that I really, you know, thought I was going to drown, I was like, I am stuck in this or the sympathetic dominant space. And I know I can't make, you know, like it, it feels like the world's caving in, but I know that's just because I can't see other options. So um, there's a lot you can do to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. I like to use oils. Um, the on-off switch between these two systems is your vagus nerve, which mm -hmm. is most accessible behind your earlobe on your mastoid bone. So if you feel behind your earlobe, you can feel that bone. That's where I put oils. They actually have um, the FDA approved this device for depression and epilepsy that it's like a pacemaker. They actually insert an electric node there, which, you know, yep, exactly. But you can do the same mm -hmm. thing with stimulatory oils because oils can pass through the skin and the stimulatory ones like clove, especially when you couple it with lime that has really small molecules, activate that immediately. You know, there are breathing techniques. There are a lot of techniques that I go into in great detail in the summit. We have 50 speakers. So we yeah. really cover the depth and the breath, you know, when it's free online, November 9th through the 15th. So the point with that is that I realized I always liked, um, I'm Jewish. So, you know, we grew up knowing about the Holocaust, but Victor yep. Frankl is a Holocaust survivor. And he has this quote that I always liked, but you know, it's funny how you wander through life and, and different things have different meanings at different points. And his quote is between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And mm -hmm. in that space lies your power. And what I realized for me, that space is that pause button, that moment when someone is pressuring you, you know, your back is against the wall, you're in fear and panic, and they're telling you that something is black and white. And you can pause and you can say, wait a minute, I suspect there's more to this story. I suspect I have more choices and more options. And you can start to calm yourself down. And all of a sudden, you can realize, you know what, I don't have to make choice A or choice B. There are so many other options. And maybe I need more information. And you wind up making much better choices and feeling much less like a victim and much more empowered. And I realized right. that 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 is what got me through. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful things turned out much better than that worst case projection. And I think that's in part because I had the wherewithal to kind of center myself, get parasympathetic and, and make decisions from that really calm, rational, like the best part of myself. And so I made much better decisions. 
And I feel like there's so much that feels so outside of our control right now, but we always have control (laughs) over how we choose to respond. And I really wanted to share that because I've noticed that when, even with like friends and acquaintances in my life, when, when I do see them, you know, sometimes it's waving as I walk my dog, but um, if, if I can help them kind of access that sense of safety, that internal sense of safety, that conversation is so much calmer and more relaxed and, and happy. And I just, you know, the more we can help people to kind of feel like they're able to show up as their best selves, the more pleasant this experience is going to be for everyone. I really like how you talk about it. it's like pushing the pause button. And yeah. I know I know I probably oftentimes drive anybody who's a salesperson out of their mind because I don't like to like be pressured and pushed up against the wall to make instant decisions. I'm usually like, yeah, wait a second, <laughs> stop, <laughs> let me stand back, be objective. So yeah, I like the way you talk about, you know, just taking time to pause. Um can you tell us the signs of the par- uh, of the sympathetic dominant personality type? Yeah, and you know it really correlates with um, you know you, they tend to be very anxious. You know, it, it's a little bit like that type A personality, yes. but there are certain things. You know, um, when you're in that fight or flight state, everything that's not critical to immediate survival shuts down. So, like. Digestive function begins with like saliva in the mouth. So it could be that your mouth feels dry. You know, it also helps to release hydrochloric acid in the stomach. And hydrochloric acid is kind of critical to making sure that you don't have acid reflux or GERD because a little bit like, you know, I I make baths for my kids all the time and I wait until the water's hot before they get in. You know, they don't get in the bath when it's still cold. Similarly, the food doesn't really drop down into the stomach until there's enough acid in the stomach. So if it sits too long, kind of um, closer to your esophagus, it might feel like acid reflux, you know, Mm -hmm. and then there's also what's called the housekeeping wave, the motility wave, which moves the food through your body. So like constipation is when that's not turned on. So that would be a symptom. It can also be like the, the obvious things like the racing heart, the perspiration, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at someone and um, their pupils, the black part of their eyes is really big, like a saucer. That's a symptom of sympathetic overdrive. But the way I describe it is it's it's almost like you're super caffeinated. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it feels, you know, really adrenalizing and good. And we, we seek that, you know, especially um, it's really great for helping us avoid things we don't want to deal with. You know, if, if you're kind of like adrenalized in that way, you really don't have to uh, deal with your anger or your sadness right. or your grief or your fear or all these things that we try to back burner. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're going to take a really short break. And when we come back, I'd love to know more about how to unlock the parasympathetic state through the use of essential oils. We kind of already did touch on that, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. Relax and refresh. Find your inner zen and reconnect with your inner self. Take time every day to discover who you really are. All Things Relax presents the Find Your Inner Zen Journal. Seven days of daily affirmations, inspiring quotes, and a space for you to reflect on your daily inner zen. Get your free download when you join our email list at allthingsrelax.com. 
Okay, so Jody, let's talk a little bit more about the parasympathetic nervous system. I know you already talked about how the vagus nerves has the role in triggering the parasympathetic state and um, benefits in doing so. Um, how do vibrant blue oils stimulate the vagus nerve? Yeah, so um, there are two. Okay, so I'll talk about stimulating the vagus nerve, and then I'm going to share my favorite way to. I I still have anxiety and panic attacks, so I can tell you what helps with that. Sure. But what's really what's really interesting? So the vagus nerve starts at the back of the head, kind of splits and goes behind each earlobe. Then a nerve it winds through every organ of digestion: your heart, your lung, you know, your kidneys, your liver, your gallbladder. And so at any point on that path, you can activate the organ that's correlated with the vagus nerve and stimulate it. So like breathing exercises help, taking probiotics help, um, you know, coffee enemas for the gallbladder help, um, splashing your face with freezing water, which kind of stimulates blood flow to your face. That helps. But what I found is a combination of clove, which is super stimulatory, and lime can really activate it. And it, it does two things. So it kind of serves as that electrical shock. But the other problem, there's this condition called vagus nerve toxicity. Um, there's a Tufts researcher named Michael Van Eckler who calls it vagus nerve infection hypothesis. But basically what's going on is if you think of a bottleneck like traffic congestion, you know, maybe there's an intersection and there's a car accident in the middle. No one's really going anywhere. So right behind your earlobe, right there on the mastoid bone, is a big intersection. It's where everything from your mouth, you know, all of the toxins from the food, you know, if you have amalgams and you're off-gassing metal, if you have cavitations or root canals or anything that gets infected, all those toxins are trying to leave the mouth. And they're trying to leave along your jawbone, along that trigeminal nerve. And that then drains like into the neck, you know, kind of intersects with your vagus nerve and travels down the neck. So any toxicity in the mouth can basically get into the vagus nerve, especially if there's congestion in the neck and start to infect the vagus nerve. And then what happens is that sends what's called a, a sickness response or cell danger response. The body, when it's sick, it makes you feel tired, right? It makes you feel pain to immobilize you. It might give you multi-chemical sensitivity. So if you have any of these symptoms, what is often going on is there's a very small infection in your vagus nerve, often around your neck. And a lot of the practitioners that I work with have realized that this is kind of the underlying issue with everyone who has any kind of chronic illness. So how do you clean that out? Well, clove has been used you know, throughout centuries in dentistry. That's exactly what it does. So right. the combination of clove and lime serves two purposes. It stimulates and activates that vagus nerve, and it also helps to kind of take the garbage out and detoxify and break up the congestion. So that's why I love that combination. The other- Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I actually ordered your parasympathetic blend and I tried it out. And it really works wonders because I had been complaining to my doctors, like, you know, I feel something's not quite right, like, like right over, like, you know, behind the ears and like, kind of like the neck. And they're like, no, everything's fine. You're okay. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Um, and I just feel yeah. fantastic when I, I want to say like, I've already run out of the first bottle and I like ordered two more because it's so good. And it, the oh, you're smell, and the smell, it, it smells so good. I want to eat it. You know, I can't, but you know, it smells so good. You want no, to eat I, it. There's well, something that's, about that's it. What people, 
what people don't realize is we're very intuitive, right? You know, like yeah. when you crave chocolate, when you have your period, what you really need is magnesium. When you right. crave a hamburger, you need iron. You know what you want. When you're hungry, you crave food. When you're full, you stop eating. We, we forget how, you know, we to tune into our body and what we need. And so with oils, you know, what smells good to you is really what you want. And sometimes that will shift like frankincense. There are times when I I just can't eat it up enough. And there are times when it's just not as interesting, you know, like chocolate around my period. I I need chocolate the rest of the month. I'm kind of okay. (laughs) You know, because your body intuitively knows what it needs. And here's, here's an interesting trick. And, And actually this is a good one to do with anything that smells good to you. Um, lavender and orange are super affordable. So those are easy ones to try it with. But when you're having a panic attack and anxiety attack, and I I have many of them, so I can actually speak to this from personal experience. Um, your two hemispheres of your brain, your right hemisphere and your left hemisphere do different things. And often when one is overactive, it presents as a personality issue. And so the way to balance that is to balance the brain. So to activate the other side. So for example, when you're having a panic attack, that is the right frontal lobe, your, basically your right forehead, that's overactive. Mm-hmm. So the way that you balance that so you feel better is you stimulate your left frontal lobe on your left forehead. And it's, it's interesting because usually the right side of the brain affects the left body. But with um, your nostrils, your olfactory channel, your right nostril goes to the right frontal part of your brain. Your left nostril goes directly to the left frontal part of your brain. So just smelling something through your left nostril. It can even be, you know, um, oils live in citrus fruits. You can just peel a tangerine and smell the tangerine through your left nostril. And usually within three to five breaths, you will notice that you feel better. And, and it, it yeah, that's the thing with essential oils. They're so quick. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're so quick. Yeah. yeah. You know, right away. Um, I also wanted to let our listeners know that you've got a parasympathetic toolkit, which is like an ebook, a checklist, and also an educational video. So um, I'll make sure that in the podcast show notes, we include the link out to that. Yeah. And that's especially if you're kind of like, oh, I like what she said. And I just didn't I don't have a pen handy. Yeah. You don't need to be taking notes. We share tons of information yeah. and we'll have a checklist and you can kind of uh, relax, enjoy and just listen and we'll give you more information afterwards. That's yeah. what I really like about love about um, your company is you have so much education. There's so much education behind it. It's not just, hey, here, buy my oil. It's you are empowering people who, you know, need help to find the solution. So I really love uh, the quality of the educational materials that you put together. So I just want to, to tell well, that you know, to you. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, and as a, as a mom and a practitioner, what I would notice is the more I would explain to the parents and the kids why this helped and what it was doing, the higher the compliance was. When it was right. just like, take this pill, they're like, yeah, whatever. But if I'm like, this is actually helping you so that you can do better in baseball and you're so good at baseball and we want to make sure, you know, we want your team to win because you're our team, you know, (laughs) the more they really got it and they were like, Oh, when I do this, like the signals to my muscles are better and I'm better able, I can see better so I can hit the ball and I do more home runs when I do this, you know, (laughs) and they're more likely to do it. You know, the mom's like, yeah, they're carrying it in the backpack 
all the time, you know, and, and then you get better results. So I realized it's, it's not just, you can teach, you know, you don't just give someone a, a fish, you teach them to fish. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I had to go through, um, I have two sons and the older one is not really receptive to essential oils for whatever reason, but the younger one is completely, completely on board. Cause when he was, Oh, I'd say like a tween, maybe tweenish. He started having a lot of kind of anxiety and I would give him essential oils and he, he just realized what a difference it made. Like just from, you know, changing his mood completely. So yeah, it's, it really is a good tool for dealing with all kinds of um, issues. Um, you know, you know what got my kids? There's this correlation between memory and scent. So spelling words, yeah. you know, or the times tables. We would smell something when we would memorize it, and then I'd have them smell it before uh-huh. they took the test. And especially my son, he really liked to get good grades, so that was a big incentive <laughs> for him. Oh, that's cool! I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so a, com- a common issue, back to women, a common issue that women face in midlife is adrenal fatigue or burnout, which you've talked about um, before. Restful sleep plays a critical role in one's health. So could you please speak to how poor sleep impacts one's health and how vibrant blue oils support better sleep? Yeah, sleep is really honestly uh, um you know, the book that I have coming out identifies kind of the core, five core things. One is making sure that you turn on your ability to heal by activating your parasympathetic nervous system. Sleep is one of the other main ones for a number of reasons, because it's only when you're sleeping that your brain really like takes the garbage out. You know, when you're awake, you need to focus and you can't really take that break to, you know, it's like if you have back to back meetings and you don't get to eat. You know, if you're not sleeping, your brain never gets to clean house. And what's interesting, they discovered in 2012, the system called the glymphatic system. Brain cells are called glial cells. So it's the glial dependent lymphatic system. Your brain actually shrinks by like 60%. And it's a little bit like a car wash action where it helps wash through and pull all the toxins. And there's a lot of correlation with um, not sleeping, not cleaning the brain. And then you wind up with things like dementia and all. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's that everyone wants to avoid. So it's super important to get um, sleep. That REM sleep is the most important. But what other people don't realize, they think, oh, sleep, I just need to tranquilize, like lavender or citrus. And those are good for some people, but you have to really understand why are you not sleeping. So it's one of two things. It's either that you're not falling asleep or that you're not staying asleep. So I'll dive into both of them. If you're having problems falling asleep, It has to do with the sleep hormone melatonin that's released by the pineal gland in response to darkness. So the easiest thing, you know, these artificial lights, EMFs even confuse our pineal gland. So kind of trying to ease into darkness. But the other thing that really throws it off, uh, melatonin, the sleep hormone, works in tandem with cortisol, your stress hormone, which makes sense, right? Because if you're in danger, you don't want to fall asleep because you're going to die. Yeah. So... It's this combination of so many of us, you know, we're exhausted, but our mind keeps going. And, you know, anticipatory stress is the same thing as physical stress to our body. So I have a blend that's called circadian rhythm. And what it does, you know, every organ system has its own blueprint and plants and humans have the same blueprints. So you can use different oils from plants and kind of combine them to match the blueprint of healthy organ tissue. So that's Mm -hmm. what the circadian rhythm blend is. It matches the 
blueprint of the healthy pineal gland. So when you apply it kind of around the head, so top of the head, above the ears, back of the head, I don't have people do it, uh, you know, on the forehead because sometimes it gets into their eyes or people are um, particular about their skin. I just try to make things easy so people do them. But it basically triggers the pineal gland to naturally release melatonin. So suddenly you feel sleepy and it calms, you know, my daughter used to have nighttime anxiety. It kind of calms the anxiety down. So you fall asleep. I I also want to mention there are three types of night waking. Uh, One is a blood sugar wake up. It's called nocturnal hypoglycemia. And that's when you wake up around 1 a.m. and you're super wide awake. Like you could literally go do the dishes or clean the kitchen. And what's happening there is that your blood sugar dipped a little low. Your adrenal glands supplied emergency energy, adrenaline. So you're adrenalized. And what happens (laughs) is that the blood sugar needs to get out of the the blood into the tissues. And so it's your pancreas that releases this hormone insulin that carries the blood into the cells. And so anything you can do to support your pancreas when you wake up makes that happen faster. So we have a blend that, you know, supports the pancreas. It's a lot of rose geranium, which is also good for hot flashes. Um, So that's what you do if you have that kind of wake up. A lot of people, especially women, have that kind of, it's a little, like it's 3 a.m., you're groggy, you might use the bathroom, it's not so hard to fall back asleep. That is um, a liver gallbladder wake up. So your every organ in Chinese medicine has a time of day. 3 a.m. is kind of liver mm-hmm. gallbladder time. So anything you can do to support your liver gallbladder, usually what happens is that they might be overworked. And so when they're kind of overworked, they get a little cranky. And they wake you Mm -hmm. up. So things like castor oil, buy it in glass, not plastic. But you can just apply that over your liver and gallbladder before bed. There are castor oil packs that involve um, a lot of work that you can do. Um, We have, I think, a blog on our site about it. Or you can be lazy like me and just wear like an old ratty college concert t-shirt and just put (laughs) it on over your liver. It it can stain. So you don't want to wear something that you think is very nice. Your body heat will basically help that work. And then I have a a liver gallbladder essential oil blend that you can use in combination. But those two things usually help your liver feel less overwhelmed and more supported. So you're less likely to wake up. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I think I might need to look into that pancreas one for my partner because he sometimes wakes up with a lot of energy in the middle of the night. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's fairly common. Yeah. Wow. Or sometimes um, eating like an avocado so before bed an- or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to take another short break. And when we return, I want to talk about your self-care routine. Okay. A body in balance can heal. Vibrant Blue Oils are a unique proprietary blend of essential oils sourced from wild-crafted organic plants. These essential oil blends will promote better sleep, reduce stress, and support digestion. To learn more about Vibrant Blue Oils and start healing today, visit VibrantBlueOils.com. Okay, Jody. so you are a busy mom juggling your successful business and family life. What self-care rituals have you incorporated into your life? My big things are eat, sleep, move, because they're easy to remember. So I really try to get to bed before 10 every night. I really try to get really restful sleep. Um, I try to move every day, which helps because I have a dog. 
who makes me move every day, but um, I run, <laughs> I do yoga, I walk, you know, um, it's really good. Uh, movement just gets oxygen flowing. It helps to move lymph. Um, and then eating, you know, most of us don't realize that it's not necessarily what you eat, it's how you eat. So really trying mm -hmm. to eat in that parasympathetic state when all the blood goes, you know, to your organs of digestion and you're best able to um, digest, absorb and assimilate your nutrients. So I always use the parasympathetic blend before meals. And, and mm -hmm. on top of that, I, I really do try to have a gratitude practice. You know, even if um, my dad used to say you need someone to love, something to do and something to look forward to. You know, sometimes my daughter and I do um, Rosebud Thorn. You know, Rose, what was the best part of your day? Bud, what are you looking uh -huh. forward to tomorrow? And Thorn, you know, what what would you change if you could? But just just really giving your energy to happy things, that shifts you into a parasympathetic state as well. Because when you're kind of in joy and happiness, you really can't be in fear. You know, luckily, the brain can't multitask that well. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks. Um, can you share with, and this is going to be our last question, could you share with us um, who or what inspires you? Or you could tell us who and what. <laughs> Well, definitely my daughter inspires me because I really want to, um, you know, it's not that Whitney Houston song, I believe the children are our future, but I kind of do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I really, I, I want her to have the best possible life. And I recognize that that means me, you know, like even um, she's anxious too, you know, and, and kind of realizing that when she's, struggling, I have to lean into that. Like there've definitely been times when I'm about to walk out the door and she's melting and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be late. I'm just going to pick her. I'm going to lean in. We're going to do this together. Um, I'm also inspired. I, I just, I guess I'm, I'm easily inspired. I feel like no one escapes and we all have hard things. And I'm really inspired by everyone who just chooses to step into personal responsibility and keep going and not get so attached to being a victim, you know, because I, I, love I think, that. Yeah. I think that a takes lot a lot of fall down that trap. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. A lot of people fall into that trap of like, okay, terrible things happen. And I mean, you've been in a short amount of time, had a lot of trauma that just kind of really just thrown at you, but the way you respond to it, I mean, I just, I have a lot of an admiration for, for you. Um, and you know what, when you're talking, you're really making me think of my mom, because when I was very young, um, our family too had a traumatic experience. My seven-year-old brother died in a drowning accident. And my mom, instead of letting that crush her, yeah, instead of letting that crush her, she just somehow, I don't know how she found the strength. I asked her years later, how did you have the strength to continue? And she said, I had to do it to raise you girls like she ended up you know divorcing my dad and all that but it's when you were talking earlier I was just thinking about my mom and you know you are strong women I just want to say so I'm sorry to interrupt but um yeah no I mean they say parents can like lift cars for their children like the power yeah. of love is amazing yeah I just it, it wasn't even an option because if I fell apart, she didn't stand a chance. So right. I knew I had to figure it out, you know, and, and I feel like um, it, it's weird. But there's that that adage of the people that walk out of the flames carrying water for those who are still burning. 
you know, yeah. this happened in um, August of 2018. And then COVID really hit in uh, March of 2020. And I, I kind of feel like I had a lot of practice, you know, of right. walking through really um, undesirable situations, but being able to sustain myself. Yeah. Wow. Listen, Jody, I want to thank you so much for taking time out to talk with me today. I really appreciate it because I know you're very busy. Um, and I just want to say again, um, I have just want to express my gratitude for this time that you've taken to talk to us. Thank you for having me. It was really an honor. For our listeners, please visit vibrantblueoils.com for more information. Also, Jody has a free parasympathetic toolkit available online. I'll post links in the show notes. I want to thank everyone for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. We invite you to leave a comment and review our podcast. Check out our blog and online boutique at allthingsrelax.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at allthingsrelax. Until next time.